We're back with On Second Thought from GPB and Virginia Prescott. New York Times bestselling author Deneen Milner says she created her website MyBrownBaby.com in 2008 to connect with African-American parents in America. More than a decade later, she's widening connections with her new podcast, Speakeasy with Deneen. On this show, we dig deep into the beauty of blackness and all of its manifestations. Here's how it goes. We take one word like black, beauty, love, and we break down the many ways that word applies to the African-American experience. Speakeasy with Deneen launches tomorrow on GPP and all of your favorite podcast purveyors. We should note Deneen is also co-host of A Seat at the Table on GPB TV. So we're getting the inside track tease here with Deneen on the podcast. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank and you for having me. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so excited about this one. Well, there have been lots of milestones for you in this last year, right? You, you, you're you now a member of the 50 Club. Yes. You worked on the Fresh Princess series with yes. Will Smith, we talked about. Seat at the Table nominated for a slew of Emmys. Yes. Emmys and you thought, okay, now I'm going to start a podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you know, I, I just found that when I entered the 50s Club, that um, you know, when I was younger, I thought 50 was old. You get in your rocking chair and you wait for the grandbabies and life is over. And now that I'm here, there's so many more things that I want to do. And I actually have the brain capacity, uh, the wisdom to get it done and the energy to um, to think about what it is that I really want in my life and to pursue that with passion and joy. And that's something that I didn't do in my 20s and 30s because I was mostly scared yeah. or worried about what other people would think. And now I really just don't give a doggone at all. <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> well, that title, Speakeasy, this is the name given to secret establishments during Prohibition. You know, you'd do the special knock. And if you knew the code word, you'd get access. Is there a code word for Speakeasy with Denise? Uh, yes, absolutely. So every episode has its own code word, right? And it changes like in a good speakeasy it changes and you have to kind of figure out what it's going to be well you don't have to figure out what ours are but we do have a different code word um, and each word sort of uh, delves into how that word manifests and you know just like we said earlier in the um, in the preview of the show uh, what we'll be talking about in that episode and how it sort of flows through the African-American community so every episode focuses on a theme your code word or could be black could be beauty could be flower here's a clip with one code word fly here's author and entertainment writer Demetria Lucas explaining what fly means to her the first thing I thought was like fly is in dope like very 80s fly, like feathered hair, asymmetric bamboo earrings. Like I felt like fly like that. And then I also thought, you know, fly is in soar and then fly as in travel via flight. So there are many, you explore multiple meanings of fly, Absolutely. Right? And being free, being fierce, being fearless, right. including traveling internationally, which for you, what you did with your daughters for the first time without a partner. Oh now, my goodness, yes. What and was behind that flight? Well, um, you know, what was brilliant about it was that the producer of the show, Sean Powers, who is just like my ace, um, told me to take my tape recorder and just record myself as I was traveling to Spain. And my fear is that, you know, like when I travel internationally for the first time without a man, that, you know, it's just scary. There's you know, new places. There's a completely different language. Right. How would I survive that? And so it was just scary. And so I, I 
taped it, and then we turned it into a podcast episode. Well, because we are radio, we're going to play that. <laughs> this is one, the, your voice memo narration from, from the episode Fly. I'm just realizing that the last time that I was in Madrid was on my honeymoon. Isn't that a trip? Well, we're here, and there are signs written in English, so I don't feel like that much of a, sh- of a uh, fish out of water. But uh, this is just the beginning. Whew. That's such an interesting... You know, you don't have to be perfect when you're doing your own little voice memo. So there's a right. risk there for someone who's been a journalist, you know, always trying to get things right. You know, on television, right. you, have to, you, you have to be conscious of that. That was really, uh, you know, like it was a vulnerable moment that I didn't... When I listened back to it, I was like, whoa, I was really scared. Yeah. And my kids were making fun of me the entire time. So you'll hear my kids just like, what's the problem? Why are you tripping? Why, get over it. We're just going to catch the plane and we're just going to catch a train and who cares if daddy's not here mm-hmm. we're going to do it and it's just like they gave me sort of the power the wings to fly which is what you'll hear um, in that episode what fly means outside it like it's blackness right because we're talking about traveling as a black woman in the world but it's also deeply human mm-hmm. you know like who can't identify with being afraid of a new experience and sort of diving into it anyway and hoping that you come out on the other side. Well, this also illuminates, you know, you speak easy with Deneen. It uses these personal conversations Mm -hmm. and stories to illuminate much bigger ideas and trends. And we're looking at, you know, a time when a Travel Weekly report spending by African-American travelers increased 48 billion to 63 billion since 2011. Mm -hmm. See, now we see these hashtags like Black Girls Travel Too and Traveling While Black. So what what do you think is behind this trend and its larger meaning. I think that people, well, what we're, black people always traveled, right? Like my mom was a huge traveler. She traveled to Hawaii. She traveled to Brazil. She went to all these different places. My brother did too, but they were doing it at a time when you couldn't see it on social media. You couldn't go and take a pretty picture with your iPhone and then share it with everybody. And so Black people and travel is not new, but being able to experience it through their eyes is new. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the beauty of Speakeasy is understanding that it's not new and that you're learning something about us that existed for quite some time. And when I say blackness isn't just about race, that's what I mean. Like, I'm inviting you into a world that may not necessarily get covered on the Today Show or in a newspaper or in a magazine, but that doesn't mean that it didn't exist. And so I'm, I'm sort of peeling back those layers and allowing you to see what really is the truth about us. But you do let us in on your life. And as I mentioned, you yeah. started out as a journalist with this discipline of removing the self. You dive in pretty deep and in, in, into personal topics on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Was there any hesitation for you about doing that as a journalist? No, not at <laughs> You're all. Like I'm over fifty. I'm <laughs> all my dog on business, and I have for a billion years. You know, when I was at the Daily News, I was a political journalist first, and then became an entertainment journalist. And even as a political journalist, they would make me do first person stories. So you would see me like um, being lifted up into the air by Shaq or trying out for um, the Nick City Dancers. 
even though I can dance, <laughs> like <laughs> trying out for, you know, like a hosting job on MTV. Like I've always been an open book because I find that when you when you share your life with people, they they learn a little bit of, bit of something and they also see themselves. And so I've just never held back. And the blog was really, um, you know, a full on, you know, full court press into my life. Mm -hmm. I write write a lot about my kids. I write a lot about being a mother. I write a lot about being a woman. And it's all deeply personal. And so it was a natural progression to do it on the podcast. But doing it uh, with audio is different. It's voices, you know, that's most definitely and easier. Can I just say (laughs) no makeup? (laughs) I don't have to like this is the key to my life. I don't have to transcribe anything, figure out how the words should flow. I don't have to sit up until two o'clock in the morning writing, you know, 20 paragraphs. Yeah. I get to say what needs to be said and be out and Sean makes turns it into magic. It's awesome. <laughs> Big shout out to Sean Powers, who yes. is a colleague here and, and a real engine here at GPP mm-hmm. and, of course, of our podcasting unit. Yes. Well, this the, a lot of this comes through. You know, your personal self comes through in an episode about love. You sit down and chat with your girlfriend about dating after being married for 20 years and that marriage ended. A lot has changed in dating since (laughs) that time. So so were you as fearless about that as you were about finally getting on that plane and bringing your daughters across the sea? I think so. But I think, you know, coming dating for the first time, I was with my ex for 24 years, right? We were married for 22 and dated for two years before that. And that's a long time to be with someone. That was almost half of my life Mm -hmm. on this planet. And coming out on the other side of that was like looking at dating from a time capsule. You know, the last time I dated, I was 27 years old. And so there was no social media. You know, instead, there were no DMs for people to creep into. You know, um, there was just no uh, way for you to get to know someone other than to sit down and actually talk to them. You couldn't yeah. do sort of the investiga- investigative work that you can do on the <laughs> Google internet Google stalker. Right, exactly. And so, um, you know, that's been different. And and being a black woman in Atlanta where um, the statistics aren't necessarily in our favor, there's way, way more black women available than black men or way more men uh I mean, women in general available than uh, uh, men. And so that makes it interesting. Yeah. Like, how do you fight that feeling of, you know, if you look at dating as a marketplace, which on some level it Mm -hmm. is, Mm -hmm. you know, this idea that it's a a zero sum game, you know, that I'm in competition with all of these other people. Right. And so, you know, like the I've really so I've been dating for two years now um, and I really, really enjoy not necessarily the act of dating, that's fine, but getting to know myself, right? And how um, how I've grown uh, and what it is I expect and what I'm looking for and how strong I actually am. I'm way stronger than I thought I was. Um, and my voice is a lot more powerful personally um, when I'm dealing with the opposite sex or, you know, like people that I might be interested in romantically. I've just found that um, it's been an amazing journey to get to know me and to see how I respond in those situations. And so it hasn't been, um, you know, a hard road to 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 hoe for me. Um, I've had a lot of fun, you know, dating. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, we are getting to know Deneen Milner. And, and you definitely will in the podcast. She's host of GPB's newest podcast, Speakeasy with Deneen. She's also one of three hosts of GPB's A Seat at the Table. That show is now in its third season. So uh, a great run here. I want to talk about that episode, Love, mm-hmm. when you speak with the best-selling author, Tayari Jones, from Atlanta, multiple award-winning Oprah Book Club novel, An American yes. Marriage. This follows the erosion, really, of a marriage after a man is wrongly accused of rape. Let's hear just a clip from that. What is asked of them is superhuman. They, For their love to sustain were only married 18 months and he's given a 12 year sentence and for that romantic relationship to survive would require them to be superheroes. Tayari Jones there from the new Speakeasy with Deneen podcast. Deneen is my guest today. So you highlight and emphasize this idea of black love. How Mm -hmm. do you define that? Mm -hmm. Oh goodness. Black love is like any other kind of love. It's about heart. It's about soul. It's about pouring your energy, um, your attention into things that matter, things that bring you joy, passion. Love isn't just about, black love isn't just about romantic love. It's about loving your children. It's about loving your friends. It's about loving your life. It's about loving your culture. It's about loving the things that make you wake up in the morning and put your feet on the on the ground and put your hands in the air and say, thank God for another day. Um, you know, I was surrounded, I grew up surrounded by black love in a two-parent household with two black folks, from, from one from South Carolina, one from Virginia, who just love strong and hard. And they taught me how to do that. Um, and I've done that with abandon. And so I wanted to explore that, but look at it in all of its different manifestations. And one of them is what does black love look like in the, in the face of uh, racial injustice. It's something that we talk about constantly, um, racial injustice. But I wanted to talk about wh- how does that show up in a family? How does that show up in the middle of black love? Like, can black love sustain that kind of trauma? And Tayari's book, uh, you know, An American Marriage is the perfect um, gateway to to have that discussion. She has that discussion in that book, and she was just phenomenal. She came in and she just, you know, completely rocked it. It was a beautiful discussion. Mm. Yeah. Well, you so you talked about peeling back the layers we don't see on the Today Show and in a way that is human. Is there a consciousness at all about talking about the black experience in a way that feels inclusive to all listeners? I mean, is is this like we're telling you, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Revealing, you know, it it I invite people to listen, right? But this conversation is so about validation for black folks who know that we are here, we're alive, we have lives, we have passion, we have joy, and it deserves an airing. And so this is for them, and I invite everybody else to engage and listen, right? Listen in. I'm not, when when you listen to Speakeasy with Deneen, I'm not going to explain blackness to you. Blackness just is. And you will understand it. And if you don't, Google exists for a reason. <laughs> Go look it up. Or you can hit me at speakeasywithdeneen.com and I will answer whatever question that it is that you have. But understand that I'm not going to explain blackness. Blackness just is on Speakeasy with Deneen. You mentioned your daughters earlier. We meet them. Mari uh, is 20, studying at Yale. Lila, is it Lila or Lila? Yes, Lila. Lila is 17 in Atlanta Public Schools. You said that you've been feeding them blackness. Yes. Uh, from the womb, and they both give their thoughts on what it's like to embrace their own identities. 
So how have they influenced your perspective as, as young women who are growing up now? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So it's so funny because you'll you'll hear me just sort of do a, what are you talking about, kid? Um, in one of the episodes where they're actually, it's the, the black episode, um, and they're talking about how they came into their blackness. And they're questioning, you know, like my, you know, pouring blackness into them. And I'm like, wait a minute. What? what? I, I used to rock you to sleep in my womb to like Stevie Wonder. What are you talking about? I surrounded you with black books and black pictures. And when I couldn't find black po- posters with black children and I had them made up, what are you talking about? When I couldn't find the books, I wrote them. Absolutely. When I couldn't find the books, I wrote them. Yeah. So what are you talking about? And and it led to a really interesting conversation about how they came into their own blackness in their own way that was really revelatory to me as their mom. It blew me away. Like, wow, I thought I did it. And they're like, no, not really. Mm-mm. No, this is this oh, is this is how it manifested. <laughs> Broke my heart. <laughs> well, I am so happy for for all that gets revealed in the podcast. Deneen Milner, I want to thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Deneen Milner is a best-selling author. She's co-host of GPB's A Seat at the Table and now host of Speakeasy with Deneen. The podcast drops tomorrow on GPB and all the podcast pl- platforms, iTunes included, NPR. Since Deneen invites a number of musicians into our Speakeasy, we asked her for the soundtrack to her life, and she chose Stevie Wonder's As. Beautiful choice. We're going to leave you with that song. And as Deneen says, Until the next Speakeasy, be easy. <laughs> Right. (laughs) This is On Second Thought from GPB. As long as the sun keeps shining.